Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to have a discussion about why people want things to be different, but hate change. How is that possible? They seem like dichotomies. So Karina, start us off. It is a bit of a dichotomy, absolutely. But there's kind of the, the, the more technical answer is, obviously it's the difference between our sort of our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. So obviously our conscious mind can rationalize everything and look at it and go, I can see that it would be better if all of this would change into all of that. Whereas our subconscious mind just sees change as a threat. It just sees, um, you know, well, change. I'm not familiar with it. Therefore, I don't really know the outcome. There's no certainty there. Alarm bells. And then it kind of kicks into, you know, avoid it, backpedal, don't do it. And all like all those triggers start to start to go off. So it's a kind of a um, it is a dichotomy, but it's very much a, a, a battle, a constant battle, I think, between our conscious and subconscious minds. So how do we address that? So we know, okay, here's why, yay, doesn't work like that. So how do we address it? What do we do, particularly as coaches, how do we help people over that hurdle of, I want this, but I'm scared of the change? Can I, can I just add something, another answer? Yes, and then of course. Down and that's all right. Um, perhaps not from a coachy perspective, but I think there's an element of this is all about, we're, we've evolved like this to keep us alive. So the art for me, the answer is so that the human race continues. Um, you know, we resist change and that sort of protects us. We have that inbuilt fear of, um, you know, we need security and we have vigilance and, you know, we like to minimize risk and we like things, we like stability and routine and we have that negativity bias, which helps us stay alive, right? Stops us from being eaten by the saber toothed tiger. But on the other hand, we need to, you know, things to be different so that we evolve and we adapt and we change. Because if we don't, then we stagnate and the human race doesn't, doesn't continue. So I think it's, an, it's na na nature has done this to our brains and we, nature's wired us this way so that we, we I, A, stop ourselves from being, you know, killed and we evolve and can continue. So I think that's probably part of what's going on, just to throw that in as well. Like the why behind the why, isn't it? That I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah, that's just my take on it. Wayne, what about you? What is your take on it? So, coming from the productive tension side of things, we kind of start with the theory that it's not that people are resistant to change; it's that they don't want to lose control of the situation. Mm. So, yet another why behind the why of. No, what we really want is we want to gain or maintain control. And that's where we're really headed with all the things that we do in our lives. Because the whole nature of existence, I mean, we want to, you know, go to school, get jobs, get married, do all the things that we think are adulting things. And every one of those is a chain. So why would we ever think that we don't want to make changes? We don't want to make changes where we lose control, for sure. Mm. Yeah, and that makes us feel really uncomfortable, doesn't it? And we, as human beings, we shy away from discomfort, even though we know stepping out of our comfort zone is good for us. We don't like that. So we have kind of three things going. One, Karina, you said that we don't, so to remind me again, give me the outline of real quick what you said, because I want to make sure I summarize. The, the rational conscious part of our brain can see the positives in changing, but the okay. subconscious has no interest in that. It just wants to protect us from the unknown. 
Okay, so subconscious conscious. Marie, you're talking about evolution and how we have to change to evolve, but we also have to be safe from tiger, cyber tooth tigers. And then Wayne, you're talking about how we fear we fear losing control. So it's not as clear cut as we originally thought that it might be as to why this happens. There's a lot of different variables. So what variables do we have control over? We don't have control over evolution. That's not a thing. So we can't deal with that. But we can deal with the conscious subconscious and we can deal with the lack of control. So what does that look like? How do we manage that if we I guess the first thing you have to decide is, do you want to change? How badly are you willing to get over your fear of change, right? Yeah, I think we... Go ahead. Go, Marie. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think often we we get to that place where we're forced to change because it's only when it becomes so bad, mm. you know, that we have to. And then that, that actually, that fear, because it's always fear that stops us, right? It's that fear... We'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll um, live into that fear because the alternative is just too bad. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what forces us. Which is why you end up in that situation where, where somebody's finally doing something and you're like, if you'd started this six months ago, it would have been a lot easier. But they would, it's the same with like when you have knee surgery, right? Everybody who's ever had a knee replacement says, oh, I should have done it years ago. So yeah. it's not that different. It's, that, it's paralysis, isn't it? We're paralyzed. We sabotage ourselves and we, we're paralyzed, basically. Um, and we, we go into that, like Karina was saying, it's that, that subconscious versus conscious. We go into, you know, fight, uh, fight, flight, or freeze. And we just, we tunnel vision and we don't have perspective and, and it's fear and everything closes up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do we overcome that fear? What does that look like? Hmm. It's because it, it's coming out of the comfort rut, isn't it? The if you know when 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 things like like you said, Marie, when things aren't that bad, we kind of go, well, there's no real need. I could, I'll just wait. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Well, yeah, how it is. Um, so we tend to just sort of stick it out. But I think one of the, for me anyway, for me personally, and also for the clients that I've worked with one of the the tricks is to is to not throw so far forwards and skip all of the middle ground when you're thinking about what change it is you're planning on making mm -hmm. um i know i've done this where you, you kind of you think you know well when i get to here this is going to be really scary and then you paint this picture really vividly and go well i'm not ready for that and i kind of you're not even there yet you know there, there are umpteen steps that you've got to take before you get to that bit and so i think one of the tricks is to focus on just the next one or two steps in front of you and stop because mm. then you can always bail you can always back out of a change for the most part unless you're having kids or something that's you can't really backpedal on that one <laughs> but you know other other changes job changes and all that kind of stuff you can always come away from it if you get part way through and go you know what it's not for me Right, right. It's kind of like the volcano method to conflict resolution, which is you wait and wait and wait and wait and wait, and then it just explodes and it's a complete disaster. I think that people handle change that way too, is that they don't start it when they should. They don't start with the small steps and then they end up with this like catastrophe that didn't need to be. Yeah, that's true. Along those lines, I was hearing for the first time the idea that I've heard through Tim Ferriss, love him or hate him, he bring some interesting ideas to the tables at times. And the idea he's presented from the stoic side of things of fear setting, where you do all the analysis of what's going on and not focused on the, 
the goal or the outcome necessarily, but going, okay, now what's the worst possible situation? And what's one small thing I can do to help influence that? Mm-hmm. Thinking about our conversation today, I went, oh, part of that is you're giving yourself back control. Even if it's that tiny little piece of control, right. you're getting a little bit of it. It's also giving you back some more of that sense of self-efficacy of, look, I can do something to influence, right? It's the same thing as Karina was just saying about this long-term massive monster situation. Well, yeah, but in the meantime, I can nudge the, the direction of things and we won't necessarily end up there. So we can re-engage that conscious side of things, help to catch the fear and, and be clawed a bit and then continue on with, okay, now I've got a slightly more rational position. Let's go and look at this again. Right. It's right? I was like, so I think something else you just touched on there, Wayne, that sparked an idea for me, which was how much control do we ever actually really have? Is the whole concept of control a bit of an illusion anyway? Mm. Um, yeah, because I mean, look at look at COVID. You know, everyone thinks they're in control and everything's fine, and then that hits, and everyone went, "Oh no, okay." And you know, nothing's gone according to plan. Everybody's had to, you know, shift and change things around. Um, so I think it's it's one of those examples of you know, you can't fully, you can't ever fully control the outcome. So you're not actually losing as much control as perhaps you think you are. Yeah, very true. It really comes down to letting go, doesn't it? Letting go of fear, letting go of control, letting go of expectations, et cetera, et cetera. If you, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. <laughs> and that's our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off. But yeah, what we're saying is notice, adjust, recognize your fear, step through it, because that's why people fear change, even though they want it. So thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you stepping into this conversation with me and we'll do it again real soon. Awesome. Thanks, Robin.